1: It is Friday. It is February 1st. Where did January go? It's 2019, and we have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I am excited because February means a couple things. February means that the big game is here. We'll find out who's going to be the NFL champions for this season. And it also means NASCAR is back. So I, of course, am very excited that NASCAR is back. I'm very excited that we got our first tournament announced today seven hundred and fifty k i cannot be more excited about that i'm also excited because i am joined by my good friend and buddy will chief justice O6. how are you doing my friend
0: man i'm doing great doing great man i had a nice little win yesterday i know a few people uh gave me some shout outs thanks guys to uh everyone for the for the well wishes and let's hope we can keep this thing going today i've got some lineups to have a have a shot on fan duel and uh my main lineup, I think if I get some good production out of my last three guys, I don't think I'll take it down. Unless, I mean, these guys just go go bananas. But, but I think I'll have a respectable performance and can get across that cash line. And sometimes, you know, you just want to keep that green rolling. Uh, I know last night I didn't really screenshot anything on Twitter. But, you know, I kind of sent, sent a shout out to you. Uh, yesterday was... I think I've done it a couple times before, but it's always good when you run multi-entry and you get all your lineups in the green. So I had a good night, and every lineup crushed, and so I felt good about it. But, man, ready to break down this very meager slate for a Friday.
1: Yeah, let's just keep it rolling. Um, So, uh, yeah, uh, you were texting me as we were recording the podcast last night. So um, our listeners got to hear, like, hey, Will has a sweat going on. Hope he crushes Uh, So. Um, you know, obviously that was cool, but you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out as fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto Grinders links, that way, you guys get access to any cool promos that we do run with Fantasy Draft. Which right now, we have some stuff going on over there at Fantasy Draft. You can play in their prop challenge um, that they have going on. There's a bunch of stuff about it on the Roto Grinders forums. If you want to get involved in that, uh, make sure you check it out. It's free to enter. And uh, it's always fun when we get some free stuff. Uh, So make sure you guys are checking that out. Also, if you have the SharpSide app, you know, you have a chance to win some money over there. So download the app if you haven't, swipe on a bunch of props. And if you get the most props right, you're gonna have some fun. So make sure you guys are checking that out as well. Maybe we'll go over some props for the big game um, when we get done with this five game slate um, using the SharpSide app and maybe we can give out, um, we, we we gotta pick who we got for the big game. So we'll do that at the end as well. We're gonna get started with this five game slate. Listeners league will be in the comments. Um, the fantasy draft listeners league will be in the comments uh, over there on the podcast page on Rotor Grinders. So, as soon as you guys are listening to this, get in the listeners league. It's the only action that I'm going to play today. Uh, is over there on fantasy draft. I'm traveling for the Rotor Grinders Super Bowl party that we have going on. Um, so i'm excited to be out there and you know see see the boys see all my see all my friends that we work with every each and every day i'm excited to see you will um and uh hang out so traveling today glad that i'm traveling on a five game slate that is very uninteresting uh but i am excited to break it down for you guys so let's get started memphis at charlotte 206 and a half total charlotte favored by four and a half Caspi is out conley is questionable jaron jackson is questionable and Temple is doubtful, and then on the Charlotte side, everybody's good to go. Um, what are we looking at here on Memphis?
0: Well, I feel like Mike Conley is questionable for almost every game, but that's not going to stop me here unless he's completely ruled out. I, I like Conley in this spot. Uh, I've been taking point guards against Charlotte all year. Uh, that was one of the things that worked out for me last night. You know, I kind of wrote that up in Slate IQ saying that uh, you know I felt like Rozier was still going to be a great play, even at the elevated price. Uh, and that proved to be true. I, I like Conley here. Another guy that I really like, uh, Kyle Anderson. Uh, look, the last game, looks like, I mean, he went from 30 minutes back to 35 minutes. Uh, looks like the injury is completely behind him. I just want to get on board with him, uh, you know, b- before, before the price catches up because I do think he's going to start having some big games. So he's a guy uh, that, that I actually really like here. Uh, the price is fair. Uh, and it's usually always fair for him. It's usually always pretty low, uh, but I mean, when you look at it, he's forty-four hundred. I mean, don't I, I take him over Justin Holiday any day of the week? And then last but not least, uh, I also like uh, Mark Gasol here, seventy-eight hundred. Uh, Gasol has pretty much destroyed Charlotte uh, every 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 chance they faced this season. Uh, last time it was sixty-eight point two five fantasy points. Uh, I'm not saying he hit sixty-eight, but I definitely think. You know, that forty-five to fifty point range is is, is well within reach. So uh I like the sol in this spot as well. So those are the guys I'm gonna key in on and uh, I'll just keep it moving from there.
1: Yeah, I like this spot for Marcus all a lot. Um uh, it's no secret that centers have been having good performances against Charlotte. Um, you know, they're a team that's 27th. In defensive efficiency, um, they're, they're top 10 in points allowed to centers uh, per game, uh, fantasy points. So, surely a spot that I, I like Marcus All on a slate where we have some center plays, but like Marcus All might actually get lower ownership on the slate because of the center plays that we have on the slate. And I think it's a, on draft games, it's a good two center day. And then on fantasy draft, uh, I think it's a day to, the, you're going to probably play two or three um, centers. So, um certainly uh like that. Um outside of Marcus All, it's really gonna be paying attention to like the injury news that we have here. Um seeing what's going on with Jackson is important, uh, because that could free up some extra minutes in this game. But you know, you mentioned Kyle Anderson, and he is still really cheap across the industry. And yeah, he's not crushing um this price tag, but he's a guy that like Hit a couple extra shots, uh, maybe, and he's right there. So, like, I, I do like the spot for Kyle Anderson. Um, outside of that, like, I don't love Conley in this game. I don't hate him. I don't think I got anything else. Will um, uh, on the Memphis side. Let's talk Charlotte here. What are we looking at here on the Charlotte side of things?
0: Man, this is just a spot where I almost don't really like any of my guys. I feel I like Jeremy Lamb. Uh, you know, Memphis has kind of been struggling on the wing. Um, I don't mind Nicholas Batum, and then if Tony Parker is going to be out again, well, he's probable, so he, he's going to be in. Hey, he's supposed to play. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I just, man, I don't really like anybody from Charlotte today. Uh, I think Lamb and Nicholas Batum would be my, my favorite two guys, but that's about it. I'm not going to be running the roster roster Charlotte today.
1: Yeah, it is a, it's it's kind of like a weird spot um for yeah. Charlotte. So, yeah, it's not a spot that like I love um You know, one of my least I- I- interested um games on this slate is probably this game uh, from what I was looking at like first initial thoughts. So there's probably like one of the reasons why like I just this game is just very uneventful for me. Um And that's kind of one of the reasons why, like, I can't really think of a lot of plays, and like, I don't want to talk about a lot of plays from this game because it's just there's not a lot of them. Will, Um, like, that's that's the biggest takeaway that I have here. Like, there's just not a lot of spots. Like, you know, you're just in this game. You're like, Memphis likes to play two big guys, and I think that's like the thing that we need to like maybe take away from this, and maybe like Hernan Gomez is the guy. That gets a little bit of extra run, but are we really going to take a shot on the guy that just never plays consistent minutes? Like maybe Biombo, like maybe they're going to need his size. Like it's just again, it's really hard to get um, interested in this game. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to the next one. Boston and New York, no total in this one. Will <laughs> <laughs> no total here. <laughs> Wonder why there's no total here. Um, yeah. So Cornet is probable. Moutier is out. Um Cornet's probable, Moutier's out. I don't think anybody that was traded will play. Um right? We don't we don't expect like DeAndre Jordan and those guys to play, do we? No, no, I mean I,
0: I, No, not at all. Not not the day after. I mean, they've probably still got a clear all the the logistics of it and physicals and I, I i definitely don't think any of these guys are playing
1: yeah so that's kind of what i was thinking too um so tim hardaway has gone burke's gone courtney lee's gone obviously porzingis wasn't playing um so like that obviously doesn't really affect anything like i i think like i guess we we'll us start with boston um Assuming that Kyrie, he's no longer on the injury report and he's playing here, what are we looking at uh, on the Boston side of things?
0: So let's just clear this up right now. I do not expect this game to go anything like this Detroit-Dallas game that we just saw tonight where we had a Detroit team that really struggled with a depleted Dallas Mavericks roster. So let me just put that out there. Detroit won 89 to 9. I mean, 93 to 89. I don't think this game goes anything like that. However, I still don't think I can play anybody from Boston here unless it's like uh, uh, Jalen Brown is a guy that I think think we could look at because he's a guy that I feel like would get pretty big minutes in a blowout. Um, I think he's a guy that they might let play a little extra. Gordon Hayward is a guy that might play a little extra. Uh, uh, Daniel Tyson. You think Hayward that...
1: would play extra?
0: By, by extra, I'm saying maybe three or four minutes. Maybe he hits 28 minutes rather than 24 minutes or something. I feel like you Hayward
1: know? would be one of the first guys off the floor.
0: Well, hey, listen, that, that could be true. The bottom line is I don't want to play any starters here. Um, and I, I know they could just absolutely – crushed in limited minutes against this team maybe jason tatum at 5800 but he's still cheap enough but um I, I i honestly i think i'd just rather play jalen brown uh man maybe brad wanamaker you guys know how much I, and i don't even think i play him i think jalen brown is really like my favorite guy here you guys know how much i hate trying to predict blowouts but i just i don't see any way that the new york knicks keep up in this matchup unless maybe they're going to play enos Cantor.
1: yeah I, I, let's talk Knicks because we're on the same page with boston um we don't expect this game to stay close even if cancer plays i don't expect this game to stay close um, i mean, i'm expecting this game to open at like minus 14 for Ooh, boston. yeah like even yeah, on man. the road um I know it's, like, guys in Madison Square Garden, and we, like, want to attack that, but, like, this game's just not going to stay close enough to really attack that. So, like, on the Boston or on the New York side of things, like, you got to think, like, Tim Hardaway's not – or Tim Hardaway's gone. Burke is gone. Lee is gone. We don't expect DeAndre and Dennis Smith Jr. and uh, Wesley Matthews to play. Unless news comes out, like, those those guys are going to play, we're probably looking at nine active bodies, maybe ten um for new york here so moody out like luke Cornette is probably unless we get news that like he's going to be on some type of minute restriction he's probably my favorite play on the entire slate um you know he was a guy that they were playing in the mid 30s before he got hurt they want to play luke Cornette, they don't want to play um cancer so like Luke Cornett's probably one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. I really like Mario Hazonia here and Dotson. And, like, we're just playing these guys because we they're so cheap and they should play 35 minutes if we don't get news that, like, all the Dallas guys are going to play.
0: Yeah, and, and, and that's the key. As much as I don't think they will hang in this game, you hit the nail on the head. Trier, Dotson, Cornett. Finally, these guys are going to play. Hazonia, I mean, these guys are going to play big minutes. All of them, even if they're losing by thirty points, it doesn't matter. These guys are still all crushed. So, uh, I'm very interested in you know, Hazonia, Knox, uh uh Alonzo Trier like I like these guys um just because of just because of the value they're going to provide Alonzo Trier I mean we'll we'll see, we'll see how the lineup shakes out tomorrow Cornette, all these guys just I like them because of the minutes and that that's the main thing nothing more than that we'll see how the lineup shakes we'll see how we decide to construct around PG, around Westbrook. However, we decide to do it. But I think you'll need some of these guys, just like I think you needed the Dallas guys tonight, to open it up for you to plug in some of those guarantee point studs.
1: Um. Yeah, man. Like the Knicks. There's just so much here. Um game just are just seven thirty. So hope yeah. that we get a starting lineup uh, before lock. Yeah. yeah yeah,
0: and they could still burn you. I mean, they could still end up playing all these guys random minutes. That's the scary part about it. Uh, but but I still think, you know, I think the guarantee guys, Kevin Knox, Cornette, Dots Dotson, Trier, I think those guys are going to play. I think Hazonia would be the last guy in, and I hope they don't play Lance Thomas for 40 minutes. I just puke.
1: Yeah, like Vonley is probably my least favorite because I feel like, in a blowout, he might be the guy that gets pulled off the floor and, like, the younger guys get some run. Um, but I, I'm really not going to yeah. hate on anybody from the Knicks today. Like, like that's just – when you have this little uh, limited amount of bodies uh, available for this game, like, I doubt they activate anybody from the G League for one game. Um, I, I I looked this up earlier. I'm pretty sure they don't play again until Sunday. Hold on. Yeah
0: honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, Mario Hazonia is probably the play, Stevie. He's now, just now that, gonna play a couple really of minutes, right? Yeah, I mean, and he's the only guy that you know is not gonna be afraid of the Boston Celtics. I'm just I'm just thinking through it. So you know, I just he I, I think I think he's the guy. He he's probably not gonna start, but can't you just see Mario coming out taking twenty five shots this game off the bench? And you look up at the end of the night and he's got forty fantasy points because he played fifteen minutes of just bottom of the Celtics roster against Ojale and Yabusele and Brad Wan. I mean, man, I could I could just see that. I, I think Mario's my favorite play.
1: Yeah, I still think Cornet's my favorite play as long as we don't get a restriction on minutes. But I probably play Mario too. Like those are probably the two yeah. guys I play from the Knicks. Um, yep. Mario's yep. never afraid to chuck it. So chuck away, my friend. Chuck away, Thunder. Yes. Thunder and heat <laughs> lightning in the thunder, but thunder. And heat. <laughs> anyway. Um, Steven Adams is questionable. Terrence Ferguson is questionable. Gordon Dragic is out and Derek Jones is out on uh, the Miami side of things. So we're waiting on some injury news here, um, for the thunder Adams Adams out is even though he would, he was a full practice on Thursday. I think Adam's plays for what it's worth, but if he does for some reason sit, um, not only are we looking at playing Noel, this is the mistake I made the other night. I said this on the podcast. I forgot, like Adams being out, I forgot to play Vooch the other night. So if Adams sits here, play Whiteside. Like, Noel cannot guard Whiteside. Uh, if they play Whiteside any kind of minutes, he would crush in this matchup. And obviously is always very risky. But if, if Adams sits in this game, Whiteside is a phenomenal play. Let's start with the Thunder. Uh, what are we looking at here on OKC? I just want to make sure I didn't forget that again.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, I mean, come on, man. Everybody knows where I'm starting on the Thunder. I'll keep saying it till the wheels fall off.
1: Russell Westbrook, right?
0: It's another Paul George day. <laughs> 9,900, 1,100 cheaper than Westbrook. I mean, all the guys doing is crushing right now. Last five, last four games, 57, 65, 54, 64. If you throw a fifth one in there, 46, 53, 54. I mean, the guy's just crushing right now, man. You, you have to just play them. And you know may, maybe it comes back to bite me, but because he's just, it's just the three point attempts and the steals and all the things he's doing right now. I mean, if he wasn't in the West and played with Russell Westbrook, I mean I honestly, think Paul George should be in the MVP discussion. And I mean, I, I think he should. I mean, he's he, he's he's just playing so well. Anyway, everybody knew I was going to say that. Nothing new outside of that. I do still like Westbrook here. Um, I, I think this is a spot where they both could crush just like they did the other night against Orlando, uh, especially if Adams is out. I'm expecting Adams to play here. Yeah, for, I'm
1: with for, you. I for, expect closely. Adams to play. Yep.
0: But if for some reason they, they just happen to hold him out, then I think this is a spot on this late. I think you take Paul George, Paul George and Russell Westbrook, throw in some New York value, uh, roll it from there. I still like Jerry and Grant. As long as I can keep getting him under six k, he's just a guy that's got upside. You know that that mid thirties upside. I'll take that on this slate any day of the week. Really like him, and I think I'll just leave it there. Um, but but that that's about where I'm at with with OKC man. But just just fire up Paul George.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to fire up Westbrook or George. You know we're going to have a ton of value and. I really think that I'm going to end up stacking the Houston Denver game on this slate. Oh, um, I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not like I'm a oh, contrarian. Kudos I'm a, I'm, to you, man. No, I'm just going to say like I'm a contrarian person, okay? And I hate playing chalky games, but when you look at this five game slate, like that Houston Denver game, especially if Chris Paul doesn't play, like you could play Harden and Jokic. With all the value and get the two main pieces of that game, and hope that game goes for like 240. Um, and we'll talk about that game when we get there. Yeah. But it has—I have I mean, no I mean, bad things to say about like Westbrook or Paul George. Like Paul George over the last four games is averaging 10 points over his season average as far as fantasy points go. 10 points over his season average. Um, so like Paul George is absolutely crushing right now, and, and like it's not—it's not like you can't see why 30%, 31 percent, a half%, 25 and a half, 30.4 percent usage and this is a guy that has a 27% usage on the season. So massive bump in usage over the last 5 games for Paul George. He's taken on more of the load. The minutes are extremely high because they've been playing in close games. Um so I have no ill words to say about Paul George and um, Westbrook, but I do like the Grant call. This is a Miami team that has struggled with power forwards all season long. Um, so this is a spot that I think you can play Grant. I don't know if you're going to need him on this slate, but he is certainly somebody that you want to have on your list in that price range. Miami side of things. This is where this is where I run into my issue, Will. What do we do with the Heat? Uh, on this slate, I may not do
0: anything with them.
1: Um, just hoping you know, that they play good enough defense, that they keep it close, that Westbrook and George can both get there. Um, is that what you're just kind of hoping for here? Yeah,
0: if if we decide to go that that Westbrook and George route, which I've got a I've got a game I'm going to target here as well. It's only two left, so spoiler alert: you probably know which one it is. But um, yeah, I think I think that's the approach you take here. If you think this game. It's going to be a shootout, and you know, you think OKC is going to run into Miami and push the pace a little bit, and Miami is going to have to run, and then, then maybe you play a few pieces. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, these guys on Miami are dead to me. Uh, <laughs> Justice Winslow at 5800, like I get it, I don't mind it. The guy's got 40, 50 point upside. Like I, I totally, totally get it. Uh, but you know, like you said, there's some guys in Denver that we're going to talk about that I think are just better plays. So I think I'm just going to be hitting the fade button on Miami and just completely X all these guys out of my player pool.
1: Yeah. There's nothing that like I'm necessarily looking at um, on Miami unless Adams who practiced fully on Thursday, unless Adams sits, uh, then I think you play white side because he, he would abuse Noel like Vooch did the other night. And again, I'm so mad that I didn't even think about that. And it was such a rookie mistake, but um, yeah, like, there's not even any cheap guys on the Miami side that like I have interest in like Tyler Johnson. There's better cheap plays on the slate. Dwayne Wade um, oh, yeah. might be the guy like Wade might be the guy you're looking at here. And that's, you know, why we don't like the Miami heat in this game. Moving on Atlanta, Utah. We have a two twenty seven total Utah favor by 11 and a half uh, Atlanta side of things. Everybody's good. Um, we've got a, a full, full healthy Atlanta team outside of like the guys that have been out for a while, pundling those dudes. Um, and then Utah, Axum, Nato, and Thabo are all still out. Let's start with Atlanta. Tough matchup here. Atlanta, you know, going into Utah, facing the eighth best team on defense. Um, is there anything that stands out to you here for Atlanta?
0: Well, uh, not not really. Um, I, I don't really want to play a bunch of guys from Atlanta. They're getting everyone back. So now all these wings are just really eating into each other's minutes um so i i don't i just i, I don't want to play anybody from atlanta either um
1: so this, this is
0: just <laughs> this is just going to be a pass i mean i've already taken two teams off the table on a five-game slate how ironic but uh but yeah I, i'm not playing anyone from
1: atlanta in this spot will i disagree with you and the I only reason you. i disagree like unfortunately So Atlanta's been starting Deadman at the 5 and Collins at the 4. And if Collins starts at the 4 in this game, he has a very good matchup as far as like DVA, defensive efficiency, and fantasy points per game to power forward. So I think Collins is a guy that's going to come in at under 10% and a guy that could go for 50 fantasy points. And that's the only reason that I have some interest in him here. Um, And... I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think Atlanta covers the spread today. Uh, I think eleven oh, yeah. and a half. I think eleven and a half is too much. I'll take. I would take Atlanta in eleven and a half points in this game. Um, fully healthy Atlanta team. This team's going to be playing a little bit better um, with Prince back and Baysmore back. It stinks for fantasy um, as far as like trying to figure out what the production is going to come from outside of like Young and Collins. But I think Atlanta covers in this game.
0: Yeah, I I do as well. Uh, I just just because everyone's eating into each other's minutes, I don't want to play any of them. That's it. I mean, I I think they cover. I mean, if you look back at what they've been doing, they're they're a team that really hasn't been getting blown out recently because they've been getting more healthy and uh, they're playing at a really really fast pace. So yeah, there you have it. I don't I don't want to play anyone because of the minutes, but that's it. I I definitely think they can cover.
1: All right, let's talk Utah here. We've been stacking against Atlanta uh, because, hey, it's really fun to stack against Atlanta because they play at one of the fastest paces in the NBA. The Jazz, as of right now, have the highest implied team total on the slate at 119, uh, 10.4 points higher than their season average, and they're receiving the biggest bump in pace on the entire slate. Like This is a spot like the Jazz, if this game stays close, which we're kind of hoping that Atlanta, even though we don't love the Atlanta side, we're kind of hoping that – like this Utah team could keep this game close and it's only a five game slate. Is this a spot where potentially like we need to be looking at the Utah side of things and attacking this Atlanta pace and defense and just hoping that we're right about Atlanta, keeping it close.
0: Boom. There you go, man. That That's that. This is the spot I want to attack right here. Um, especially, If Chris Paul is out, we know everyone's going to be gravitating to James Harden. I think that's definitely the optimal play. I think that will be the optimal route. But, I mean, man, you're getting Ricky Rubio in a pace up that can dial up a few more assists. Atlanta. Gives up so many steals. You've got Ricky who can do that. You've got Donovan Mitchell in a similar situation. You've got Jay Crowder at forty seven hundred coming off the bench. That's going to play you know twenty five to thirty minutes against his team. Joe Angles, fifty three hundred will be standing in the corner shooting threes uh, and, and and you know doing a few other things in, in in the other categories. And then I mean we've got Rudy Gobert, one of my favorite centers on the slate today at eighty five hundred. I just think this is a spot where these guys could. Could really have a phenomenal game, and I, I, I do think they will get some exposure on a five-game slate, but I don't think they'll get nearly as much uh, uh, because of you know some of the other things that are happening there in that Houston Denver game. So I, I really like Utah here. Uh, this is definitely a spot that I'm going to look to attack, barring any other crazy news that could, that could come out tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and we already have so much like assuming that these guys don't play for the Knicks, we're gonna have so much value that we'll be able to play Jokic and Harden if that's the route that we choose. And be able to play some of these Knicks guys and still be able to play um some Utah Jazz here. So I, I do I, I do really like this spot uh for Ricky Rubio. I think his price is sixty one. You know, the minutes, probably going to be around 30 if this game stays close. He played 26 minutes against Portland the other night, but they um, – Portland, Damian Lillard couldn't be stopped the other night, and, like, he just had a massive game. And um, So I I think if this game stays close, it stays closer to, like, 30 minutes for Rubio. And in that game against Portland, he shot 4 for 14 from the field and still put up 28 fantasy points. So, like, the upside here for Rubio is certainly high. So, like, Ricky Rubio, uh, one of those targets that I'm certainly looking at here on this slate – Donovan Mitchell's usage is going down. I need his price to come down some. But Rudy Gobert is a guy that could absolutely destroy Atlanta on the inside uh, if he ge- if he's given the opportunity in a close game. So Rubio, my favorite. Uh, Rudy Gobert, somebody I'm looking at. And uh, don't mind the cheap guys like you mentioned, Jay Crowder. Um, let's move on. Last game. We've kind of already teased this game a lot. Houston at Denver, 227 total. Denver favored by four and a half in this game. Capella is out. Chris Paul is questionable. Gary Harris is questionable. And then Murray is out. Uh, So we have a lot of injury news that we're watching in this game, which kind of stinks, and I don't mind taking some shots. Um, I think they're going to be very careful with Chris Paul. Uh, If he he wakes up in the morning, he's still feeling this back soreness. I think he'll not play. If he's feeling fine, he'll probably play. And then Gary Harris is a groin injury. Uh, I think they'll be very careful with him as well so let's start with the houston side if we use our awesome new tool here at rotor grinders which you know you help out with at the slate iq tool um just giving a little preview into the premium over here looking at like historical stats here and looking at like what works in 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 stack stacking on a slate like this 30 almost 36 percent of the winners historically have a 2-1 stack and this is probably the game that i would get my 2-1 stack from
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely get it. Uh, You know, shout out to everyone that's been reading Slate IQ, man. Uh, Tuttle, Cards, Jamino, Kevin Cole, all the guys behind the scenes, man. It's been super fun, you know, working this project and and getting it up on the shelf for the viewers. Just want to say, if you you read the Slate IQ article yesterday, you know that I was really high on Jokic and I was really high on Millsap. And I'm going to take the same approach here today. As long as Millsap is going to stay in this price range, in these type of games, I, I think you have to consider them. So um, that's just kind of where I'm at. But that being said, I, I like the 2-1. I, I think you can take a Harden, Eric Gordon, and, and a Jokic. I think you can take a Harden, for Reed and a Jokic or or something similar. I mean, we're getting Harden at twelve nine now, which is
1: somewhat of a discount. If Paul doesn't play, you're playing Harden. I don't care right, what right, you right, do right. on this yeah. slate. Like, don't be. And I've been. I've preached Fade and Harden many times um, on this podcast. But and I didn't mean to interrupt you. But like, oh, no, you're good. don't overthink this. If if Paul sits, like we know James Harden's usage with Paul off the floor, like, and it's a matchup in Denver that's going to be really close really back and forth like he wants to keep this street going uh, of 30 points too and you know he's still putting up 25 plus shot attempts a game
0: yeah yeah so i'm i'm with you 100% i will say this i do see that there will be somewhat of a challenge on fanduel if if you're if you're playing over there because all the shooting guard value is, is at shooting guard. So, I mean, all the values at shooting guard on FanDuel. So, all your Knicks, like Trier, Dotson, Mar- Mario's at small forward, but all of uh, Trier and Dotson are there. Then you'll have the Denver guys there. So, I think on FanDuel, you're actually going to have to make a, make some really tough decisions there tomorrow about who you want to pair with Harden. But the bottom line is just I- – I'm with you 100%, Stevie. Just don't fade Harden on this slate. And because the value is is going to present itself, I still really like uh uh Kenneth Fareed here, even at 6,900. I'm just going to side with the fact that I think he has another good game going back to Denver, a place that you know he pretty much built his brand for the NBA uh under George Carl. So, really, really like Fareed there. And then, you know, another guy that I really like, I think I already mentioned him, but Eric Gordon, 5k, if if Paul is out. I just I, – I really like Eric Gordon this spot. He's going to play, you know, upper 30s minutes. He's going to take a few more shots. Uh, I could see him, you know, taking 22 shots like he did in that Toronto game. Just And, and if he's on, he's going to be – he's going to get close to 40 fantasy points. So he's just a guy I think we don't want to forget about on this league.
1: Yeah, like Fareed, 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 Fareed. I know he downplayed it in an interview on Thursday, uh, but yeah, like I I can't, I cannot not want to play like Farid and Harden in this spot. Like, so like those are going to be my top two targets here. Um, Eric Gordon's really cheap. If Chris Paul's out. Yeah. Let's talk Denver. You know, you started with Jokic i played him the other night he got it i got it right like um it was nice uh i'm probably gonna play him again today for anybody that's wondering um i pretty much like uh, so this podcast i've pretty much given you guys my build for today um i I, i'm only playing one I, i have pretty much told you guys exactly what i'm doing today um now news will come out and it'll change but like So, like, my first initial look, I've given you guys uh, exactly what I'm planning on doing today. So um, all I can say is you're welcome. I hope it helps you crush. But, yeah, I I really like Jokic here. What else are we looking at on the Denver side?
0: Man, look, Monty Morris just had himself a game the other night. My goodness. Uh, Thank you, by the way, Monty. He was one of the reasons I was able to really get close to taking Taking some stuff down, man. Uh, almost 100K. That's okay. We we can run this thing back. But Monty Beasley, those are two guys I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, you know, because I write the Slate IQ article, Stevie. It really does kind of help me shape the way I think. And I don't agree with the uh, the Slate IQ numbers that spit out every day because it, when when the news comes out, it's definitely going to turn the numbers a little bit. So what's okay in the morning may not be okay in the afternoon. So I'm really thinking that if, if Chris Paul is out, like if you're going to stack this game, I, I say you just need to go for it. I think you take Beasley. I think you take Millsap. I think you take Jokic. I think you take Harden. And if you can squeeze in for Reed, maybe you do that, and Eric Gordon. Like th- I think if I'm going to play this game, we know that this game should be up-tempo, should be one of the more competitive games. And if it's tight, we know Harden can get 70 to 80 fantasy points, Jokic. 70 to 80 fantasy points and then you get these other guys that are just can pull you all the way there as well with 30 to 40 so i I just i I really like this spot man but uh beasley and uh and and monty morris even at 5100 if monty morris is going to play 40 minutes i don't think he'll play 40 this game but if he's going to play you know mid 30s low 30 I, i think you take him i think it's still worth it to play him even at the elevated price tag. So really like him, Uh, you know, I I wish I could play Will Barton, but his his minutes are up and down. He's been in the mid-20s more than he's been in the 30s. And at 6,600, i just pass and take the cheaper guards.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, like you said with Barton, as much as we want to play and we can't really trust the minutes because, like, Harris played the other night and he played a lot of minutes, and... Like they let Morris play the point and then like Beasley got minutes. So like I, I just I can't trust I can't trust Will Barton right now as much as I want to play him. If Gary Harris sits, I think you might look at Barton. But if Gary Harris Gary Harris sits um I like Beasley more and I couldn't agree more with you, like if you want to stack this game with four or five pieces, I have no issues with that. Um I'm just saying like historically with the two one slate IQ, um if I was doing a 2-1 stack, it'd be from this game. Um, Yeah, uh, that's you know, five games in the book. Let's play the morning grind game. And then we'll talk a little bit of uh, big game props and like who we got to win and stuff, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Will, give me your favorite game to go over or under. We don't have a lot of totals out on the slate, but give me one that you like or don't like. Oh, man. Man, honestly,
0: I'm just going to take this Utah game. I just – I know it's already high, but – Give me the, give me
1: the over on the Utah game. Over on Utah, all right. I'm going to take the over in Denver. Got it. Yep. We're taking overs in two twenty seven games, but again, yeah. like if you're if you're up by like the FanDuel Sportsbook or the DK Sportsbook, and you're able to bet on this on on this slate, like I I really think I'd lay down some money. Um, not a terrible amount of money, but I would lay down some money on Atlanta covering in this game. Um. Under five K to seven X, ton of options. Uh, you're not allowed to have Mario because I have Mario. He's my guy. Sorry. <laughs> Super Mario is mine.
0: Hey man, look,
1: that is perfect. I'm nice. I always let the I always let the co host go first, but you're not you're not getting Mario today.
0: <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. I already talked about a guy that I really like here. I, I'm I'm gonna stick with him. I, I like Jalen Brown against the Knicks. I think he gets thirty minutes because of a blowout. Really like him here. Going to take Jalen Brown.
1: Like it. Uh, over 8K, not to 5X. Who's your bust today? There's not a lot of options up here today. I'm going to take Kyrie.
0: Not a guy that I would usually take, but because I think this is a blowout, I think he could end easily at, in the 38 to 39 fantasy point range, mid-third quarter, and could not see the court again. So I'm, I'm going to take Kyrie.
1: Coming back from injury, let's be careful. Yep. Um, Like that call. I'm going to take your boy. I'm going to take Kimba.
0: I can dig it. I, I Not that it. I feel
1: great about it, but I yeah, don't feel great about taking anybody on this yeah, list today. Yeah. Um. Give me your six yeah. X guy. First look. Who you got for six X?
0: Oh, this is no surprise, man. Or it might be a surprise. Give me Rudy Gobert here. I, I like Rudy in this spot.
1: All right. I'm gonna take Rubio. I, I really do like Rubio yeah, here. I like him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what we got. Let's pull up let's pull up the good old-fashioned um sharp side app here. Um and look at some some fun um some fun stuff. So, against the spread, not against the spread, who do you who do you got to win both ways? Do you think that like who do you got to win um the big game and like who who do you got?
0: Um I, I'm actually going to take the Rams. And uh, I I just – I think the Rams are slightly more of a complete team. And and, and I'm also going to take the Rams at plus two and a half. I I, I like them. I'm I'm, I'm taking the Rams here.
1: See, I'm taking the Patriots both ways. Patriots minus two and a half. Patriots (laughs) to win. Um, I just – it's really, really hard to bet against Tom Brady. Um, And I I was reading something today – I think Chris Cimino put it out about how good Brady is getting the ball out really quick. And I feel like that's going to really benefit him in this game. And, like, James White's just going to have a monster game. But we'll get there. Um, Let's do some some player props. Um, Completions on Tom Brady, over or under 25 and a half?
0: Uh, Give me over.
1: Yeah, I'd take the over in that as well um Ooh, this is a good one longest completion by tom brady 37 and a half yards over under
0: um give me
1: under see if you read the expert survey you know i already have a hot take on this and i'm gonna take the over i'm even gonna call my shot chris hogan is gonna be the guy that gets the catch
0: go <laughs> oh. super Bowl hogan
1: huh yes oh this is a this is a fun one here rushing yards for tom brady over or under 0.
0: 0.5 oh i'm taking the over i mean you come on you know angry tom's gonna have at least two quarterback sneaks in this game
1: <laughs> um let's see that's a fun one yeah it's fun receiving <laughs> yards for julian edelman 84 and a half over or under
0: give me the over
1: yeah i like the over in that one too um, I man, really you know like,
0: you know let, let me reverse my prop on that. You want the under? No, 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 no. My, my yardage prop. prop. G- give me over 37 and a half. Sorry. Oh, okay. G- they, they didn't mean to go back. yet. Yeah, get, give me the over. The game hasn't started yet. I just, I could just see Julian, Julian Edelman, man, just catching one of these underneath routes for about 10, 15 yards and, you look up feeling then all of a sudden he breaks one for four.
1: Uh-huh. You want to
0: get in? I tell telling I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I was thinking downfield, but I had to get really – Yeah, give me the over in that prop. But yeah, I'm still gonna take Julian Edelman over uh uh that eight four yards prop.
1: So I could I could parlay that uh, over the, the yardage prop into longest reception for Chris Hogan. It's 19 and a half. I would take the over and I would take the over on 40 and a half receiving yards for Chris Hogan and the over. On three catches um you guys can already know who my favorite sneaky tournament play on this slate is uh will give me uh, over under on six and a half catches for james white over
0: it's it's playoff james white man uh just i'm just not gonna overthink this
1: Uh, this is one that i I think this one's interesting as as far as a prop philip dorsett over under on two and a half catches over. Yeah, sadly lean the under on that one, but I could see him going over. I think that would be the under. Rushing yards for Sony Michelle, uh 77 and a half. Mm, I think that's a fair one.
0: I mean, I he's been over, he's, yeah. he's he's been over 100 a, a, a lot, but I think that's fair against this defense. Uh Give me the under on that one. I yes, I think I, I think, think he
1: slightly. So, like, I think he finds the end zone maybe twice, once or twice. Um, but I I think he's going to struggle to break, like, 70 yards. So I would probably take the under on that. As much as, like, like my, one of my favorite correlations this week is, like, Sonny Michelle and James White together um, to be a little different. Uh, let's see, Will. Um, receptions for Robert Woods, over or under 5.5? Over. Over. Rushing attempts for CJ Anderson over and a, over under 11 and a half.
0: Over, I think, he gets like, I think he gets like 15 touches.
1: Um, let's see,
0: man. I'm sorry, I don't mean to tilt on the air, but can Tobias Harris get some fantasy points in the first quarter? I mean, it really fun. Jeez, man, can you just can you get something? I, I want to see myself climbing up, not standing still here. Gosh, um.
1: All right give me your mvp who wins the mvp
0: see this is this is a tough one you know we got some stuff going on in nashville about this one this is a tough one but because i'm siding with the rams winning the game i think i'm going to give out a guy that has just been getting it done this is going to sound crazy give me cj anderson for the mvp
1: I really hope it's girly and I win the darts competition. Um,
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I, I, know, I, know um, so, I, I know
0: that's crazy, but man, the story behind C.J. Anderson here, you know, I've read some articles, you know, just him talking about people calling him basically fat, and he's like, hey, you know, say what you want, you know, let me run them over coming through a hole and we'll see how they feel about it. I <laughs> did, I, have you read that article? No,
1: but I'm not happy to.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm just—it's just it's just it's the story behind it, man. And I'm—I'm I, thinking if if he gets over 100 yards and two touchdowns, and they lean on him a little bit, I, I think he could—he could—he could get it. So, um, I know it's usually a quarterback-driven uh award most of the time. Um, but but give me CJ Anderson as like a, a a a wild dart throw there.
1: I, if I had to if I had to put money on, I'd say James White wins the MVP. Um. So I think White wins the MVP. And then if I had to, like, throw a curveball MVP and just somebody that, like, it wouldn't shock me if this guy has, like, a massive game out of nowhere is Hogan. Again, like, that is – I just – when you look at the Rams all season, they've kind of struggled with, you know, big plays. And, like, I could see Hogan maybe having, like, one or two big plays to, like, impact the game massively and winning, like, out of nowhere MVP. Um, All right. DFS wise, you know, we, we broke down football all year. It was a blast. We had a lot of fun on the podcast this year, breaking down football. Give me, all right, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you for two things. Give me your guy and give me maybe the guy that you think, cause I'm sure you're going to build some multiple lineups cause we're going to be having fun watching this uh, in Nashville. Give me the guy you feel like you're going to end up with the most in your captain spot. So you give me your guy and the guy you feel like you're going to end up with the most in your captain spot.
0: Oh man, so I actually really like Brandon Cooks, but it's just tough, man. I think right now, I think I'm still going to side with CJ and the captain. I'm just, I think I'm just going to do it.
1: Gonna kind of put your like, I feel like doing that. You're going to differentiate yourself, so I like that. Yep. Um, I really think like it depends on the site. Like Fanduel, I feel like my MVP is probably going to be like. I'm not lying. I really think like I've been debating this all day today uh, because we had to do some football content. Um, and like, like I really think I'll have some teams with like Gronkowski. As my MVP on Fanduel because of his price, um, I also like Robert Woods, but like my guy is Chris Hogan. I kind of have alluded to it a lot. I really think Hogan shows up here, and the dude has twenty-three targets over the last three games. Um, I think they're going to use Chris Hogan in this game.
0: Yeah, I I get it a hundred percent.
1: Well, I'm going to let you go sweat. We're going to go watch uh, some basketball to finish up the night. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Monday podcast will probably be out Monday morning. Um, There's probably no way it's going to happen Sunday night, so probably Monday morning. So, (laughs) Well, I will see you in Nashville, my good friend. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Enjoy the big game. And uh, make sure you check out the Sharpside app and join the Listeners League over there on Fantasy Draft. Good luck in your contest. We'll see you guys again on Monday.